Okay, universe. What the fuck? Holy fuck, universe. I've never seen anything like that. Okay, I was wrong. Today was definitely a day that I could see getting frostbitten tomorrow on my way to work. Hell, I could have gotten frostbitten just now. Oh, oh. That might have been my first yawn pause. All right. Uh, we're going to dab a little green crack before we get to this chitty chat, chat, chatty chat. Just wait till I get that green crack in my system. It will really be chitty chitty bang bang chatty chat chat chat. No copyright infringement intended at all, as always. Because I don't believe in copyright, so I cannot support something I don't believe in. Oh, but you know what I do believe in? I believe in Danny Cats. That's D-A-N-I. K-A-T-Z. Danny Cats. You can spell it all with just eight letters. And you get to spell it with a Z for fuck's sake. If that's not a name to remember, what is? But she, and I believe her friend is in Texas or Arizona or, hell, maybe New Mexico. I don't really know. But I think she's down somewhere in the Southwest. And, uh, these two have teed up in the title Lex Friedman and Whitney. Oh, not Whitney Burp. Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb and Lex Friedman. I am intrigued. And I love these two. I gotta tell you, that's one of the best things about staying off YouTube for a while is, well, is one, YouTube makes you cough. No, it doesn't. Neither does weed. Okay, maybe weed does. But, well, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Where's my eucalyptus halls? And no, this episode is not sponsored by Halls Eucalyptus. But it could be. I'm kidding. I would never sell out. Uh, that's not even selling out, but I would never, ever... Well, do I like Hall's Eucalyptus? I do kind of like a Hall's Cough Drop now and again, so maybe that's a product I could support for free, not for money. We're not going to go into that shit yet. But what we're going to go into is, unfortunately, another weather report. Oh, I know. Oh, this is so stupid. Why am I talking about the fucking weather? Well, you know why, Kitty. Because... I was I was super excited. I woke up today. Kitty, stay off the uh, stay off the dab. Oh, kitty, 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 knocked over a big old fucking chunk of Debbie. Oh well, that's why cats suck. But um, that's not why cats suck. It's kind of why I suck, but it's not why cats suck. Well, that's why cat and I probably suck together. All right, we're not here to talk about the cat sucking. We all know the cat sucks. What we are here to talk about is. What just happened in the yard? Having not taken mushrooms last night and having woken up with a, a, just a nice balanced level of energy, did a little recording earlier to apologize for the two recordings before that. And I don't even know if I have to apologize for that recording. That recording felt pretty good. It certainly felt more on target than the ones before it. But who knows? The one this morning might have sucked too. But I mean, they also, ugh, that's the point. All of this shit is not for public consumption. It's for me. So, of course, they all suck. But, having gotten past that point of clarity, um, what doesn't suck is experiencing something phenomenal that's natural for the first time. Like taking mushrooms. Pause. Oh, I mean, that green crack that I got for five bucks a gram is some sticky mess, but it is fucking great. It is so worth the mess that you have to deal with to get the shit on your spoon.
Well, at least so far it has been. Talk to me at the end of the run here when I drop it in my shoe and then I have to get rid of my shoe because it's stuck to my shoe and I love those shoes. Well, I don't think I have any shoes that would care that I would care that much about, but <sighs> rather than thinking about and creating a scenario where my green crack concentrate is going to create a sticky mess in my future. Thanks for creating that for myself. Yes, I suck. But there are times when you feel the temperature drop. And it almost always is associated with a wind, cold front coming in, whatever, right? And you're just out doing something when all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, the temperature is chillier. But have you ever been in a situation where the temperature dropped 30 degrees in nine minutes? I shit you not. You can look at Denver's weather forecast stations for today and see the actual evidence that in nine minutes time on the front range of Denver and in the city, the temperature dropped from 35 to 5. Well, actually, no, in nine minutes time, it dropped from 42 to 12. Overall, it dropped from 47 to 5 in just under an hour. And here's the thing. I woke up, hadn't done mushrooms, so I'm like, yeah, I feel good. I don't even need some sleep. I don't need a nap. I don't need shit. I probably need some breakfast. I probably should have had breakfast. I didn't have breakfast. Okay. So I didn't have breakfast. But then all of a sudden it's 11. I've done a recording or I'm doing one. I don't even know what the time's like in this morning. But, I, you know, I'm just having a good day. I'm having a, I'm having a peaceful time with my dog. The cat's in a good mood. And frankly, it's a fucking nice day. What's with this going to be so cold tomorrow that my hands are going to freeze and turn to ice and just shatter across the handrail that I touch. Well, <clears throat> deciding that I had fucking put off too many opportunities to say I was expecting to be indoors all day today. And now that it's a nice day, you know what the hell I should do? Some yard work. Well, hell yes, I should. I mean, you talk about long overdue. That shit was long overdue. But um, even when I told myself, okay, the day will start at 1230. Okay. The day will start at one. Okay. The day will start at 115. Okay. The day will start at 211. Okay. The day will start at two. The day did start at two to 211. I'm not sure, but at 211, I know I was in the yard because I looked at the time <clears throat> and I didn't come back in until 452. 452. Um, well, no, I mean, I came in to take bong hits. Duh. I came in to have some replenishing sweet Sandia watermelon soda inspired by tradition from Kroger Mercado. Mm. Oh, yes, I did. So, in that wall of time, I took at least 20 to 30 minutes of breaks. But, when I wasn't taking a break, was when the fucking temperature dropped. And this all happened between... 4 and 4.15. And I remember thinking, because I was giving myself the 4.20 out of, well, <clears throat> at 4.20, if I want to go in, take bong hits and quit doing yard work, that's fine. But then I have to do some, an hour's worth of work either in the living room, the office, or the kitchen. Because I pretty much cleaned the bedroom twice recently, so the bedroom couldn't have counted. But those three rooms could all use at least an hour's worth of work. So... That was going to be my 420 deal. 
But before I did that hour's worth of work, I was going to get as stoned as I fucking wanted to get. Because, you know, that's the way I roll. Why the fuck? Be right back. Alright, here freeze framing on the 808 with some AK-47 diamonds. Oh my god, yes. Okay, the one reason to be Snoop Dogg is so that all you ever dab are diamonds. Well, I, I'll bet there's other reasons to be Snoop Dogg, but that would be one of them. Pause. Oh, Snoop. Snoop might be the coolest motherfucker in my life. Like, when I think of cool, I think of Snoop Dogg. And then I think of other people. But I think of Snoop Dogg first every time. I know that if you were, like, a kid of the 50s, I'm sure you thought of Elvis. But my generation, he's just so fucking smooth. He's just... He's cool, man. If that's not what cool is, then you tell me. Okay, but before I was hitting the diamonds, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. For the weather, 420. So I'm going to give myself the 420 out. So at 4 o'clock, as I'm doing sort of a check-in, first of all... The random jukebox of my new phone was phenomenal. The, I, I hate how much the random jukebox on your player is biased. Like, it forgets about songs. I had forgotten that I even had five of the ten songs that played the first ten. I was just like, oh, man, I love this song. Oh, my God, I love this song. Oh, yeah. Because my little Galaxy S4 or my other piece of shit Nokia N100, although the Nokia is better, but the Galaxy S4... Place like the same 11 songs in my 273 song rotation. Oh, what do you know? They're going to play Stacy's Mom is Hot again. Or wait, Stacy's Mom. Stacy's Mom has got it going. I got to look. I got to admit. That isn't even a guilty pleasure. I just fucking love that song. It's so fucking dancey. It's like that song, Take You Away From Here, or I think it's called All You Wanted or All I Wanted. I don't know. I think the singer's name might be Michelle Brandt. God, is that right? No, that can't be right. Whatever. I like to dance to that one, too. I mean, if it's on the radio, why not? Alright, uh, no disrespect to Ukraine or President Zelensky, but I am hugely in favor of the fact that he showed up to address Congress in a fucking sweatshirt. I mean, if you gotta address Congress, you might as well be fucking comfortable, right? That's what I'm saying. Congress. Talk about an environment that would make me uncomfortable. Get your porcupine quills up because that's going to make them bristle. Where's my sweatshirt? Oh, you know what you want to wear, though, is a hoodie. Love the form factor. Love the comfort. And if they start throwing eggs at you, you can pull the hood over your face. Because, you know, Congress in America is known for throwing eggs at guests. Did you not know that? Worldwide audience? No? Okay, well, that's a lie, so don't listen to it. Okay, so then at 4 o'clock, I'm thinking... Well, fuck, man. I've done four bags. Feeling pretty good. Takes about, I'm guessing, five songs to get through a bag. I definitely have five more songs in me because the rotation's been so great. I'm thinking, what possibly could be next? I'm even trying to guess what the next song could be. Hoping for, like, uh, Doesn't Remind Me from Audio Slave or what was the other one I was hoping for? Um, oh, Africa Toto. I know. Cheesy. But I love that song, especially when I'm doing yard work. So leave it alone. But... I ended up with some Bob Dylan. Oh, oh, ah, 
I meant to talk about this. I've been hearing lyrics and songs for the first time ever to songs I've listened to hundreds of times. My best example so far is... Uh, where? I wrote it down. Oh. Send me up a drink. Jokes Major Tom. I have listened to the song Major Tom a hundred thousand times, maybe. No, not that much. But a thousand isn't out of the out of bounds, nor is ten thousand. Well, that's probably out of bounds. But a thousand isn't. I've never known what that lyric was. Send me up a drink, jokes Major Tom. Send me up a drink, jokes Major Tom. It is so exactly sensibly what the lyric should be. How did I never ever 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 hear it before? And yet today the song comes on and I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, huh, that's what that says. As I'm mumbling my way through my lip syncing version of it, doing yard work. I mean, what the fuck? How do I hear that for the very first time now? There was another one in the Bob Dylan song. And it was, uh, how does it feel to be on your own like a Rolling Stone? That song. There was a lyric in there and I can't place it now. But I'll go back and listen to the song because I was like, huh, another one. And, and, and this I'm going to start keeping track of. They're the first two that I can consciously name. And I'm going to go find the one that's in the Bob Dylan song. Because how can I hear these songs for most of my life? And still not know the words. And then all of a sudden one day, while distractedly just listening to them, the words are there and they're clear. Am I becoming a better listener? I'm not becoming a better speaker. We know that. Pause. All right. Back to the green crack. <laughs> right, Snoop? But, um, you know, the thing that, that I'll tell you what, what marijuana has going for it more than anything Those of us who like to completely and totally overindulge, in other words, we commit a thousand percent to the cause, well, marijuana doesn't restrain us from that behavior. There is no such thing as getting too high. You just get the same. Or you get uh, a new variant. Maybe you get a little bit more insightful, or maybe you get a little bit more... Um, uh, detail-oriented, or maybe you get a little bit more chatty, or maybe you get a little bit more creative in the kitchen, whatever. Like, you never get wasted, drunk, belligerent, ready to drive home and kill somebody. Ever. Marijuana for life! I mean, you can even get hungry, you can get horny, you can get sleepy. I mean... There's some shit here that can fucking counteract some things that might not be working so well for you, you know? Like when you're hungry. Or, no, no, no. When you can't get up your appetite. Well, I could guarantee you some weeds that would help that. And horny weed? Yeah, there's horny weed for sure. But I have a feeling that the THC uh, uh, receptors are similar receptors to the dopamine transmitters. I just, I have a feeling those systems work in Congress, so just having it all activate makes sex more mm, sensual, more, I don't know, it's just more experiential. 
somehow. I don't know how. <coughs> but back... <coughs> whoa, whoa. Okay. Back to my thinking at 4.01. Because at 4 o'clock, yeah, I can handle a bit more of this. Hang on, some applesauce is going to help here. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's 4 o'clock. Babies know what they're doing. Um, by 4.03, I realize, holy fuck, man, here's that gold <laughs> they were talking about. Because my ankles are cold from the wind blowing <coughs> through the gates. And I have no, I'm wearing ankle-high socks, so I have no ankle protection. I'm wearing cut-off jeans, so... And long john. So basically, I'm dressed for October. And here comes <coughs> an immediate sense of, gosh, it just got a lot colder. I figured the temperature dropped 10 degrees. 42 to near freezing, something like that. And just in, say, the last 15 minutes. Because at quarter to four, I was considering taking my jacket off. I was working pretty hard out there and thought, well... <sighs> I don't want to get sweaty. And then it started to cool down. I thought, well, I guess I don't have to worry about that. And having hand protection on, my hands weren't getting cold yet. But when I'm thinking at 4.05, I could fill this bag and do one more bag, but it's getting cold enough that I'm only going to do one more bag. I'm telling myself. And I'm thinking, plus I want to hear five more songs. I'm really into the music. And... uh and that's going to be the end of the light. And I figure I owe myself this yard work. I'm out here doing stuff. At the very least, I can push myself till dark. So that's the decision I'm making in real time as the temperature is still dropping. Now, I realize it's getting significantly colder to the point where you start looking up at the sky thinking, fuck, is it going to snow? Because it's that kind of temperature drop. And <clears throat> the sky is pretty clear. There's cloudiness to the west. But the sky above my head is clear. So clearly, clearly, so there's no imminent snow. So on I go. Finish the fourth bag, start the fifth. By the time I'm opening the fifth bag, I walk into the garage, walk back out, and in walking back out, and all I did was leave the door ajar. I didn't shut it. But in opening the door from when, within the garage, which is not heated, I sense the temperature drop. My face senses it. I'm thinking, fuck, it's getting cold fast. But I have no idea how fast it's actually getting cold. Because it's now 415, 420, and that 30 degree temperature drop has happened. And the first thing I notice are my hands are cold. And they weren't cold until right now. And now they're cold. And I don't want my hands cold ever. So I realize that I probably can only do a, and, and I've got a pile of leaves that's half done. And I think to myself, well, at least let me get those leaves in this bag. Because I've already got the bag out. It's, it's open. There's no way I'm going to quit now. But my hands are cold. And I should have gone in to get my mittens right then. But that would have meant I quit. I knew that. So I'm going to endure the next 10 minutes because, well, how fucking cold can it be? Right? And it turns out it's already in the teens. And it's about to be 5 degrees. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it was just 45 degrees half an hour ago. I've never experienced anything like this. In fact, this is how you get frostbite. Because 
Five degrees is enough. However, and there's no way you could have been ready for this. I almost was, I, had I been about to go into some 15-minute uh, uh, hike in to do some work, I'd have left my jacket behind because it was too warm to have done an hour's worth of work with my jacket on given the current temperature at 345. So if I'd had to commit to wearing my jacket for an hour or leaving it behind, knowing I was about to exert physically fairly uh, consistently for the next hour, jacket was staying behind. And I'd have been frostbitten across my fucking body. <laughs> because by 4.20, 4.30, it's literally five degrees outside. Well, it's now single digits. And by 4.45, it's five degrees. And you can watch the news. You can watch the 30 degree drop in nine minutes in real time. It's, you can see the needle moving down. Like, I, I've, you, you have never seen anything like it, so go watch it. It's shocking. But uh, to have experienced it, what's funny is you can't believe, your, your mental framework can't tolerate the idea that you might be experiencing a 30, well, as it turns out, a 42-degree drop in temperature in less than an hour. I've never... I, I remember thinking how, how weird it was that we had highs that were 45... Was it 50? No, it was 50 degrees apart on consecutive days. In other words, we had one day where our high was 77, and then the next day our high was 26. And it had never happened in recorded history. And it happened sometime in October, I believe, or September. Whatever happened, a freak snowstorm comes in after the most gorgeous day. And it might have even been like 83 to 33. But whatever it was, it was the kind of freak thing where you're just like, oh, that's kind of cool to have participated in because it took 24 hours to really happen. This took nine minutes. And, and, and even Phoebe started barking at me. I, which I've never seen her do. Not for conditions. I thought she was barking at other dogs walking by, and I realized there's no dogs walking by. She's barking at me. Because she, she realized that if the temperature's dropping this quickly, we need to be inside. And I looked at her and said, why are you barking at me? And she's dancing on her feet. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's getting cold. All right. This will be my last bag. And then I never actually finished the bag. I just scooped up as many leaves as I could. And by the time we're going in, the wind is whipping. I mean, fuck, man. Conditions were in unfavorable. And uh, <clears throat> so here we sit inside the bedroom with the space heater on where the cat... I, I'll tell you what, that cat can tolerate some hot metal. She just rubs right up against that space heater and fucking takes it. That space heater gets toasty. It'll... It'll burn your hand, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you stand next to it for a while. She gets within like a millimeter of the motherfucker. But, uh, whatever. Cats suck. Sometimes they don't, but mostly they do. Dogs rule all the time, right, babe? Okay, now that we have uh, paid homage to the correct homage-paying uh, brethren that are here to be homage-paid, um, what else do I have? Oh, oh, I said I was going to talk about those three things. Well, then, i got to get on that. I was going to talk about, I, love my, I now love myself, 
Um, I want an altruistic moment and self-important much. Okay, take them in what? Reverse order? So, self-important much? <sighs> this thing can feel very self-important. I mean, how can it not? I'm talking to myself into a microphone about galactic consequence and the meaning of life. That's the definition of something. And if it's not self-important, well, then you define it better with two words or less. Ego, maniacal, uh, masturbation. Anytime you want to throw masturbation into a two-word or less like qualifier, you're just being a douche. It's like throwing the word douche into it. So rather than defaulting to the dumb expected two-word phrases, let's go with one that maybe Zelensky is throwing out at Congress right now. Smug motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, he could be saying that about any member of Congress if he, if he was really being honest. But am I a smug motherfucker? I've been called smug. I've been called arrogant. I've been called a lot of that stuff. By people who, frankly, had skin in the game. In other words, they were making a point that they wanted me to know I was smug and arrogant. Okay, whatever. I probably was. But, I don't know. Do I, do I sound full of myself? Probably. I, that's, that's an impossible... Uh, frame of reference on which to be able to view oneself and I'll say this and this is not to put any kind of like onus on uh, some sort of cooperation participation uh, future uh, uh, collaboration event inside of this framework but if somebody else were there to at least uh, rein in the moments where you don't know that you're just acting like an egotistical prick well if, if anybody can admit that they might need that, I'll go ahead and be that guy. I admit that. But my check against that is always, uh, I'm doing this not because I'm trying to please anybody else. Not because I'm trying to even um, entertain or... Um, Or edify another. Although I think I'm lying when I say those things a little bit. But I don't I don't go so far as to assume that I have the ability to entertain another. I mean if you're listening to this, I imagine that one of the things that does help is give your inner dialogue some spark. Because I come out of the weird and absurd theater enough that I usually can dredge up some connectivity that is, if not unique, quirky enough that if you can't see some gain in the direct example at hand, that quirky application across your thinking pattern might reveal some little nugget, diamond in the rough, whatever thing that's sitting there for you to observe. And one of the reasons I really like listening to podcasts like Danny Katz is because I love the way she thinks. She thinks in firecracker form, and it, it is 
so engaging for her to interact with her guests in a way that, for me, always makes me think. And I don't want to pretend or, (laughs) by all means, expose the hubris of believing that I have the capacity to continue talking to myself, by myself, at myself, about myself, without boring everyone who might be unfortunate enough to eavesdrop to tears. But until I had gotten to a point where I knew what it would be like to start collaborating with not just intentional guests, but unintended guests, I had to know I was comfortable with who I am here. And I'm there now. I feel like I expose myself very fairly in these circumstances. And yeah, I think there are times when I need to be knocked down a peg. I try to listen for those, but I'm not, I'm not enough of a critic of my own interpretations of things to know when I'm being a douchebag and need to be told, hey man, enough with the masturbation. See how that's like a Hakuna Matata come full circle joke? That's not even a joke. It's just poor attempted humor. But, so, yeah, self-important much? Yeah, okay. But you got to have a little bit of self-importance. You can't think you're not at least some level of the shit in this universe because you are. So, showing some humility and the ability to take oneself out of the equation so that the entire equation isn't always about you? Yeah, fuck, of course, that's what life's journey is all about. But self-important much? Well, you tell me. Am I self-important across this? There's a lot to judge me by, and I don't think you can say that it's true of me across everything. Though I know, if I were to listen to it from third-party perspective... Self-important would have to be a box that was getting some commentary. Okay, I now love myself. Wait, what was the other one? Um, oh, I want an altruistic moment. How about we do that one first? I want an altruistic moment. <laughs> I do. I want to be somewhere where something phenomenally unbelievable happens. I don't have to participate. I want to watch somebody leap from a burning building onto an awning and survive. Or that is, that's not what I mean. But, But what I mean by an altruistic moment, okay, I, altruistic activity is acting in the entire interest of something else, right? If you're altruistic, in your motivation, then your motivation is strictly for the benefit of the greater good, the be- the people at large, anything but yourself. You're acting for uh, a benefit outside of yourself. Altruism. I think. Don't ever quote me on definitions, because I'm usually wrong. But let's just assume that's this definition, because that's what I was working with, so that's what this piece of paper, in my language universe, means. Okay, so... I have those moments all the time. I I can always feel myself acting for the benefit of the circumstance. I take myself out of the equation all the time. I rarely give a shit what's at stake for me. That doesn't matter to me. Because I know I'm going to endure. And the less I am trying to 
qualify how much of this went my way or didn't, the less I'm negatively influenced by anything. So staying balanced for me is in large part being altruistic at all times. And why not? What, what, what else are you acting for? Self-interest to me has always felt sleazy, dirty, um, tilted. Okay, so with all that in mind, I want an altruistic moment. I want to see something in the universe act completely for something outside of its own interest because it was the right thing to do. Is that too much to ask? What, you got ten examples for me right now? Bullshit. I'm looking for one. One real one. You got that for me? Well, whether you do or not, whatever happens next, you can't bust through the one thing I've come to know. This guy, this jumbled mess of having to acquire taste for, I fucking love myself, man. I do. And nothing ever will take that away. I am so copacetic with the person that I've become that while I'm nowhere near as cool as Snoop Dogg, I'm as cool as I need to be.